Welcome back, friends, to Occultist Anonymous. This is episode 160, The Road Goes Ever On. Welcome back, friends, to Occultist Anonymous, the wrap-up episode, final episode, for reals this time, uh, sponsored by Roll20, the Onyx Path, and viewers like you. Uh, thank you to our patrons who support us monetarily and continue to harass and troll me. Thank you to Adele, Al, Alan, Michael, Alexander, Bernie, Blood Angel, Brandon, Chris, Daniel, Doc, Delore, Emil, Fanzusuru Ali, uh, George, Jack, Jenny, Josh, Camo, still happy birthday, uh, Catfeathers, Crazyman1772, Melissa, Michael, Milo V3, Moku, Neomegas, Noba, Perry, Puppeteer, Ramon, Roviscrad, Ryan, Shaksara, Sinna, Songbird, Sriracha, that dude, uh, Thomas, Thomas, Toast, Usuf Sama, Vortex, Winnie the Drew, still not updated, uh, Woodfoot, and Zoltan. Uh, thank you all very much for your support. It does mean quite a lot to us. Um, when we last left the Cabal, Songbird made an artifact and then disappeared. So, uh, we pick up uh, basically a day or two later. Um, with the hierarch <laughs> coming by uh to to see what has transpired here and because let's be honest there is no keeping this a secret there's also no reason to keep this a secret yeah. but the hierarch is very curious about what the hell is going on so the hierarch shows up with um so i just want to make sure i have the con so the hierarch is coming to the rookery workshop mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Check out okay. the thing. Find out what happened. Mm-hmm. Look, yeah. if there's one thing you'd know about Songbird, is that this thing absolutely must be bragged about. That's very, very true. Rubbed in his face. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yes, um, the hierarch comes uh, comes around uh, along with uh, some uh, silver ladder, not flunkies, um, but like the higher higher uh because uh, i mean hadromio shows up uh, as an example um but some of the other higher members of the silver ladder because ascension is a big thing for them they're they're all about them rungs um Mm -hmm. and so this is somebody who has potentially ascended um skipped all of them yeah i mean there are many mages who there's probably as many mages who have just ascended from being a regular mage compared to those who are Archmages, but the Archmages you don't really know about, and they they do the grind versus just being surprised. So it's two different, for lack of a better term, paths. Um, but yes, uh, the Hierarch shows up um, and, uh, you know, first off, obviously checks out the artifacts, which uh, I imagine um, are now hung up on the wall. Um, not in a necessarily place of dec- decoration and honor but like in case of sears break glass <laughs> um right and they're warded and protected and well you know, i definitely want to put them up like beside the forge mm-hmm. uh, sort of this is songbird's place this is where they go that's pretty pretty accurate um uh because actually that's true because i imagine atratus herself probably never uses the forge um yeah maybe yeah yeah there's other tools and and things of that but yeah the the forge itself yeah, she has her own workstation this was mm-hmm. songbirds right 
Yeah, so that's that'll definitely be a thing for the cabal to figure out over over the next you know year something like that. Be like, yeah, does anybody actually light that forge anymore? Or you know, well, when we get a forge master initiate or something like that, keep it around to see if someone wants to take up forging. That's true. And uh, just just to make sure, I'm going to make the hire go through the process. What do you mean? Like follow the rights to get into our sample. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and now, and, and the best part is like Weird is doing this because I'm gonna get a dig at him, and like the hierarch like enjoys this. He's like, oh good, finally people are like going through the civilized proper- folks. Yes, <laughs> it's like wait, hang on, I think I think this backfired a little bit. Um, but yeah, the hierarch appreciates your deference to his station. Um, uh, and it's probably one of the times he's like, haha, I got a one up on you. I see you're trying to irritate me with this, but I like this. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, but does come in um, and is respectful. It is your sanctum. You know, it is your territory. Um, and at the end of the day, you guys are a badass cabal. He inspects the artifacts, uh, doesn't activate them. Uh, the cost of mana, technically, that would be using your guys's mana it's in that artifact but um inspects it you know looks it over uh and uh you know places them back on the rack and and nods and says this is clearly um an artifact a supernal artifact and if everyone is to be believed was made here um and that's truly astounding. Definitely um, narrowing my eyes at the hierarchy at the if everyone is to be believed. And well, we can show you right. Memories. I think he's just being using the the turns of phrase. Yeah. Um but that's honestly amazing. Um and like <laughs> looks over towards Hadromio and says we have uh you know records of his methods. Hadromio just kind of gives Weird a, a single wink and says, we have some of the records. <laughs> um, Hierarch completely missing anyway because he's still staring up at these things and goes, good, good. Yeah, we, we'll, we'll see if we can work from that and see if we can do the, to duplicate this because that would be that would put us on the map. Um, good. Thank you, uh, Weird. We we appreciate your time. I imagine, you know, Travis is probably around that works around. And, but Weird kind of being the spokesperson uh, and the fact that she is the cabal in a metaphysical supernal sense. Um, and uh, then exits, unless anybody stops. No, I am anxious to see the back end of him. So <laughs> cool. So you're definitely not letting him anywhere near the book. Oh, the Forge Master one? The the book that explains how to do this, right? Uh there are uh, like because Somber didn't write any of okay, this. Okay, no, that's not what that was. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, like oh, that's Hadr- what the thing you were writing was. <laughs> yeah. Hadromi yeah, write something down. No, uh Hadromiel has a couple notes and he he was accurate about that because he knows Daphiel and he knows Metatron. Those are his notes and of, of how to summon them. The rote that uh, Songbird made wasn't written down. I don't believe it was. Adramiel's got it. Okay, cool. That's right. Uh, so so yeah, the rote and the two particular supernal beings that were used in the and process were there. And but... inscribed into the forge too. That's right. I remember you doing that. 
Um, so, you know, those parts are there, but it's not, um, you know, it's not the full thing. And like trying to duplicate something exactly the way it's been done before, while very, 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 very silver ladder doesn't usually always work out the same way because at the end of the day, uh, this was um, this was a little bit soul powered. And unless you are songbird. May not work exactly the same way. Um, heck, you could probably rewind time and have weird sit and watch and go through the exact same steps. And this time it doesn't work. So, yeah, good luck with that, Sun and Winter. <clears throat> I badmouth my own NPC. Hot. Take that silver <laughs> ladder. But, um, yeah. Um, and so we kind of shift into a kind of narrative state here um, and kind of uh, a nice little limbo. What are the kind of next steps for the uh, for the cabal and for uh, for the specific? I mean, the the cabal, they're great and all. But what's the next things for Weird and Atratus? Um, Short term, I'm going to let Atratus have whatever space she needs if she wants to talk about what happened or not. Entirely up to her, but I'll just carry on doing stuff until she indicates that she wants to do something different. Sure. Uh, network uh, and we're to be exploring the subway a lot. Yep. Um, that's all kind of interesting and uh, probably lay off the plans with Moonkeeper a little. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of that was driven by um, Songbird's apparent um, political aspirations. So now that that's not as driving a factor, still keep chipping away at Moonkeeper mm-hmm. and maybe get feelers into the other um, counselors, but uh, definitely not pushing as hard. Sure. I mean, you're friends, not chipping away at Right, them. yeah. But building that friendship. Yeah, yeah. yeah building friendship. <laughs> chipping away at them, building the friendship. Same difference. Working allies politically so that I can make sure that the, that the workery doesn't have any political interference on things that they want to do. That's very true. Sort of a shield from that mm-hmm. all that bullshit. Yeah. Well, and and you know, and I and I will definitely interject as we continue. But yeah, uh, Hadramiel definitely like transfers that. Well, yeah, Songbird used to be my provost, and so I'm gonna kind of like you know, you basically where where Moonkeeper is an ally for Weird, Hadramiel ends up basically being a not a mentor, um, uh, a patron for the the cabal and what they do um definitely in the coming months uh definitely a few silver ladder folks are nudged over that way because silver ladder really wants somebody in there hadramiel make sure that the somebody who gets over there is not a complete douchebag um <laughs> you know uh and probably kind of like listen I know you kind of rub some of the other laterites the wrong way. Let me introduce you to the rookery. You're probably going to fit in with them. Um, the, uh, you know, and yeah. What about for Atratus? At least for the first couple of days, first month. Yeah, short term, still working on building and assembling the bar. Uh, I want to get together with people I know who can do spirits. So like Shanna, mm-hmm. werewolves. I'm not going to ask oceans because that's like I'm trying to keep like 
Mysterium life works and mage versus, life separate, yeah. yeah. I mean, at this point, all my friends are assorted supernatural, so they kind of come with me into normal life, but... Right. Um, I want to sort of work at the resonance of the space. Like, I want it to feel homey and comforting. Very loud. Like, it's just sort of nice, warm space. Yeah. You walk in, you feel like you belong here. So, I want to poke and prod at the spirits and try to attract those. You attract the cheers you wanna, spirit. Kinda. <laughs> do you want to do, do that all on your own, or would you let weird contribute by, like, throwing a blessing on the place and tying off a spell? I mean, sure. I'm not trying to put spells on the place, is the thing. That's true, because, yeah, you do want a lot of sleepers there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's trying to cultivate a resonance. So the spirits that are hanging out. Okay. Yeah, I was just thinking, like, um, imbuing a place with a um, just a, a boon for social skills or something. Yeah, that's actually really good. Just every like every time I go there, I just like I get along with everybody. They get me when I say that bad joke, and they they figure out what I really meant. It's just a good yeah. <laughs> so we're not. We, bear in mind, I say bad joke. I just mean in conversation. We do not have stand up comedy at the Ebon Phoenix. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> good. You're allowed to keep sitting down while you tell your jokes. Yeah. Uh, keep There's drinking no while you tell your jokes. Yeah. So if uh, she's willing to accept that help, Weird would sure. drop a boon on the, on the building? Yeah, it's more that I don't know how that works in, like, just an entirely sleeper space. Mm -hmm. Will it not break the spell? No, because no. dissonance uh, and quiescence only, only shows up with it, right? obvious magic that okay. they would notice. So if, you know, uh, Weird threw on the um, fools rush in with, like, a bunch of rote uh skills where everybody just like man my jokes always like like there is something up with this place because everybody mm -hmm. is funny and everybody is super expressive and everybody's you know just all these roles you know it's just like okay there is something up with this place which for the most part they nobody's gonna have a problem with but over time that dissonance is just gonna get when, just wear it away but yeah it. something little subtle where it's just like you yeah. know it's uh what's the what's the other is it a timer or a fate spell but good luck uh Good luck. Uh, red light, green light. Or it's just mm -hmm. like, man, yeah, just today the commute was super easy. Uh, most mages, uh, most sleepers not going to notice that. Now they have that spell on them for like a year and they never have a red light. Okay, hang on. <laughs> so, and that's when they start to freak out. They, they develop the, you know, paranoia that the government is watching them, you know, or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's an AI in the system that's tracking my car. Yeah whatever um but yeah that's cool uh and yeah uh, as, as aforementioned werewolves are more than happy um it's a little bit outside well no actually it is uh, within their territory your territory they are not within your territory um so yeah more than happy to do that uh, i imagine there is a stern talking to with the uh vampires of like listen <laughs> not in this house um like yeah no yeah um Though you honestly, I don't even have a super big problem with them coming, but like you're not hunting in my bar, right? And I was gonna say there are probably some that will like have a chat with you about. Listen, like I'm just taking nibbles, uh, you know, uh, and so yeah, you're you're definitely gonna have to deal with that question. Uh, Is Julia welcome? Right. Um, <laughs> 
Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, and and I imagine um, that there are probably a few um, a few werewolves who are more than happy to um, uh, uh, play bouncer um, as necessary. Um, you know, it's probably one of those arrangements of like, listen, you work for Rescue One. Probably don't drink free, but usually, you know, you give us a call ahead and we make sure there's a table for you, <laughs> you know, and there there ends up being this thing. Well, actually, no, because you're focusing on sleepers. So it's probably yeah. like, yeah, you can come bounce here. But listen, you got to you get you can't like see you, you can come in, grab a drink and then get out. Um, <laughs> I mean, know. if they want to, like, I'm not well. I'm not worried about the place getting rowdy, really, so I don't feel like I would need them. Right here all the it's time. Mm-hmm. I was gonna be like, at the one hand, if you just want to like sit at the bar and drink and chill, and just sort of be around in case you're needed. And pretty but much everyone like, has a door guy, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Dreadnought is that's a true, terrific, yeah. <laughs> terrific door <bouncer>. person. <laughs> yes. Um, I need to remove somebody. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Understood. <laughs> um. Cool. Um. Yeah, um of note coming back to to Weird's thing with the um uh with the big 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 mystery. Get there. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, that uh that quickly becomes a central hub for the cabal um and the concilium as a whole. Uh people start to dig into it for the the spatial mystery that it is. Um there are explorations and investigations that uh, some are positive. Uh, people, uh, you know, basically staying in there and trying to figure out like what what is going on in here. Um, no big deal. Then you have the guys who go, "Hey, let's try and make a new tunnel and new path, and let's see what way that goes." And uh, they were never heard from again. Yeah. Um, the the tunnel, the wall there is back in brand new. Twenty four hours later, and it's like, okay, write that one down in the notebook. Don't fuck yep. with the yeah. Don't do that. Cool. Um, but, this is the Johnny New Tunnel Memorial Plaque. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, second question, and getting a little bit farther out. Um, what um, what are the? Because you know, obviously, those are the short-term aspirations, uh, and I'm not going to actually talk about what happens. But w- beyond this, you know, you get the bar made. You're working on the labyrinth, uh, working on your masks, I believe. Um, what is the like end goal? Well, not end goal. So what is the long-term goals for the Cabal? What, where do you guys steer it towards? Because originally it was making and investigating things. Um, but that big making things, well, we have that up on the wall. Um, you know, where, where do you guys kind of direct it? And some of that may actually be a question of like what order um do you kind of work with heavily because you know being a mixed cabal to begin with which is definitely leaning more and more mysterium especially with that amantine arrow uh out of the picture well weird would definitely be looking for another forge master uh mm-hmm. to join the cabal just as a way to honor chongford mm-hmm. um, and carry on that that legacy 
cool. Um, and we need new banner warden too. But yeah, we need new banner warden. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I Man, could you imagine be walking in? <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead, Ash. Uh, because Colossus is the only Forge Master in New York. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and then imagine being like being sent from that Amantine Arrow is like, hey, I heard you guys, you know, like Red Dread showing up. Um, here, here's uh, here's your new Banner Warden, or we'll we'll see. Uh, but he's been assigned. Oh, little Tammy, that's his shadow name. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then being like, and invest, and, you know, he's you know newly awakened, but not a brand new initiate or something like that, and being like, cool, cool. Who is your last Banner Warden? Songbird. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Looking up at the shoes he needs to fill. Uh, Like, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, all right. Uh, And I imagine that. Careful to phrase it that it's not shoes to fill. It's just somebody has forged a path that you can walk along. Yeah. Or take your own side trips. It's like a hiking trail. Yeah. I imagine the Free Council also probably will be very interested in the Cabal, um, considering how antagonistic uh you all have been towards sears um and like all of you especially with the bar now like are very sleeper focused uh you've got a labyrinth you've got you know this bar that caters to sleepers and is not necessarily trying to nudge them to awakening but is more of a training ground for eben phoenix who also get a lot of attention um actually both legacies probably end up being a big focus for the cabal as well and uh i imagine uh within probably a year the two of you find yourselves more often than not in new york um that whole like going out and adventuring thing it happens every now and then because the mysterium looks over to Travis and says hey listen we, we got word <laughs> of this thing uh or shanna says hey i was down in so and so and i noticed a couple things you want to come by and you know we'll, the answer we'll... to that is always going to be yes because indiana jones adventures right mm-hmm. uh i mean indiana like, jones has to come back to the university between right right exactly yeah. yeah i imagine that like as time goes on she's basically spending more time at the Mysterium, writing, doing work for them. It's like, I've got a section in the library that I wrote. Called Geists. Yeah, y'all didn't know anything about them. Which which cuts us to the Geists. Uh, the Geists. Because Ash already mentioned this, so I was like, oh, yes. Um, so yeah, uh, it's, it's probably... Um, it's probably about six months down the line when Rebecca basically shows up again. Um... Looking a little beaten, but like has gone from being a cool soccer mom to Mad Max soccer mom, um, still driving the RV, um, RV uh, Mustang, (laughs) yeah, yeah, Uh, and and kind of shows up and uh, you know kind of knocks on the door, obviously not following protocols, meets the new people, guys, kind of chat and catch up and you know she's like okay we're doing it like tomorrow going to fight a death god uh well i mean not necessarily a death god so much as a kerberoi or like not quite on that tier but yeah we've, we've basically been infiltrating a dominion uh we've got it tweaked up a little bit so now it's 
palatable and now we're going to put one of our own on the throne. And uh, yeah, if you've got any uh, good luck charms or kind of looks out to the car or any other, you know, things you can whip up, uh, you know, any extra oomph is good. If you want to come down with this, um, that's that's cool, too. But that's kind of one way trip, isn't it? Um, a little bit. Technically, you can leave. Um, the the bigger issue is that uh, the Dominion rules are basically going to enforce um some time of public service uh when you enter the dominion and that's kind of where we're getting them and forcing ghosts to stay a while and we can try and rehabilitate and send some of them on um and they're kind of stuck there so it wouldn't be a one-way trip so much as a extended stay don't think I'm willing to go. Sure. I, yeah, I, I, that wasn't my expectation. That's why I was just, you know, I, I, more cars, please? Or, you know. But you could you could also, like, whip them up an army, couldn't you? That has problems. Okay. We, we, that was discussed. <laughs> what I can do for you is send you Gabe. Gabe goes, excuse me, what? <laughs> isn't this the plan I mean yeah I mean, you were hanging back here to help me out until they were ready yeah yeah I mean but yeah who am I kidding yeah you're good um like even even Gabe before me would see that you're you're good to go um wow so how do we get rid of this whole like dealy thing that we've got going on here I'm trying to think how do i drop a familiar merit <laughs> um in in your case because it's it's based off a spell um <laughs> you somewhere so in there the spell right you have to undo the spell which if i remember correctly you would have um cast yourself spent the willpower on so at this point you need somebody with prime to come in and go and destroy the spell uh, okay. And that would break it. Technically, I think actually the spell requires oh, both. Well, yeah, you can probably unmake it with that too. Yeah, uh, but yeah. it also requires both parties to be um, uh, okay with it. So technically, the familiar can choose to just quit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's actually yeah. what I really. Yeah, it's like you can just be like, yeah, I'm, I'm done, and Gabe kind of like walks over, gives you like this really crappy salute shakes her hand and says it's been a pleasure ma'am i'm uh, i'm shipping off tomorrow i guess just hug it is a long hug uh but then he's like all right yeah i'm i'm down for this kind of looks over at rebecca uh can i drive <laughs> i have another idea <laughs> the simultaneous yes <laughs> i can't send you an army I can send you another ghost. Okay. And I'm going to cast a create ghost and make a rank two version of Emily Miller. Gabe kind of looks over, looks back, looks back, and goes, is simultaneously really weird, but also really cool. Also, she looks like 
Atratus at the beginning of mm-hmm. the Chronicle. Right. Um, had no idea what she was doing. Probably Ghost Emily, I imagine, has a little bit better um, grasp of what is going on. Yeah. Um, but, like, looks over at Gabe, looks over at Rebecca. Okay. All right. <laughs> and uh, Rebecca's like, cool, is she gonna stay? Yes. If I spend the willpower and release the spell, she's not gonna expire. Right. Ha ha ha, she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dork. Set <laughs> <laughs> in uh, character. Uh, because they need someone to think of them. It keeps them going. And it gives them so. the, the essence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Yeah, and, and to, to come back around to, to Craig's, like, you could make an army. If you made an army of a bunch of individual people who are all, like, living or have somebody thinking about them constantly, that'll generate a point of essence to make up for the essence that they're spending each day. But if you created a bunch of, like, Roy Rogers... Ghosts. ghosts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They would right. run out. But, yeah, um, and that ends up being a uh, detriment of essence to the to the group. Uh, but in but this yeah, case, all, of, all the reasons Rebecca wanted Gabe, she's now got two. Right. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so Rebecca kind of gives you, you know, the, the hug and says, great. Now I have two of you. Um, Go fuck yep. them up. All I right. Have faith in you. Uh, we're, we're feeling good. So, yeah. And uh you wave from cast the door. Quicken ghosts and make them stronger for mm-hmm. like a long time. You could, yeah. Uh, I mean, this going to say I do that. Yeah, you do that. Yeah, we're, we're in narrative. Yeah. There is no dice rolling here, and you're in your domain. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'll super put them easy. both at like. What rank would be good? Uh, technically, the spell only allows you to bump up one more rank. Okay. Um, but yeah, and then you can bump potency into like stats and attributes up to their max so you can basically kit them out as a as rank three ghost which is about as scary as normal ghosts can get beyond yeah. that you get into you know the geist territory where they're a little yeah. warped and stuff like that but, but yes, yeah i will do that yeah gabe and Emily hulk up get in the back seat of the car well Let's go to the soccer before, match mom <laughs> what was that yeah, before um i want to give um uh give her a hug and then I'll just send out through her connections um, exceptional luck just to give them a little boost, a bit of a boon. Hmm. Yeah, you'd have to borrow a couple connections, yeah. but yeah, you could definitely mm-hmm. like, hey, uh, yeah. you know, just sit with me. We'll have a little chit chat while I work through this ritual and just bless mm-hmm. the entire crew. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty dope. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Uh, she she hops in the Mad Max mobile with Gabe <laughs> and Emily um, and drives herself to hell. To uh, hell. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, disappear and, you know, you'll have to check in on them sometime in the future to, to see how that goes. But um, it's hard to just poke your head down in. But maybe with the scry and enough death magic, you know, weird might manage it. Um, cool. 
Uh, trying to think of other little recaps. Um, Just in general, like um, you had talked about directions, like Weird's not driving where the cabal goes. Right. Yeah. She's always supporting the efforts of others, but she will be engaged in a like a prolonged recruitment drive of getting interesting characters into the cabal. Kind of oh, yeah. I have no doubt. Um, yeah, yeah. And um, within... <laughs> Because uh, Perry asked, we'll get to that. Uh, anything with Zolius, we will definitely get to that here in a minute. Um, but uh, yeah, with within the Cabal, and especially at this point, there is a certain level of political inertia um, that has already started and kind of rolls on as there's a little bit of disquiet within the ranks and some chit chat here and there. And Red Dread isn't kicked out of the Adamantine Arrow or out of the Concilium so much as he is um, reprimanded a little bit for poking his nose in and getting involved in politics. Um, Pip and uh, Moonkeeper both have, have some words with him about, hey, listen, you're you're in charge of the Adamantine Arrow why don't you stay over there? Like we have two counselors on the council. We can handle this. Um, and they kind of nudge off the, uh, some of that pressure. Some of that, uh, is a Pip has always been kind of her own person. Anyways, Moonkeeper, who was frequently under red dreads thumb, uh, a is getting a little bit older. Um, and so physically just looking at him, it's a little bit harder to just kind of discredit him. Uh, but also suddenly he's he's really working on that scene for a while. Right. And he's also kind of like really good friends with weird, who is part of this cabal that kind of flips off the hierarchy and red dread a lot. Um, and so that's, you know, nudging. And like I said, Red Dread isn't like chased out or anything like that. It's just like, hey, we don't really need you looming over us quite as much, um, which then means, of course, that the big anchor uh, for uh, Sun and Winter kind of gets eroded away, especially since all the counselors kind of realize, you know, we like each other and we like the cabal really well. And Sun and Winter just like he picked us and we appreciate that because we're kind of the best of the best and all uh, he's kind of a dick <laughs> he, yeah now and that said when they uh when the concilium kind of put him in power it was a like hey the vampires are a problem uh we don't have a lot of control uh specifically and this is something that you as a cabal never got into very heavily but the upper echelons of new york society the upper crust the the one percent uh the influencers and political power and stuff like that that's where the silver ladder has often been working and it was often undermined by vampires but see the vampires now are a little bit more um vampires of the people um <laughs> and, you know, and and that whole Carthian movement um mm-hmm. has kind of shifted You're their welcome. focus. Hmm? You're yeah. welcome. Exactly. Uh eat the rich. Eat the rich. Literally. Well, no, Literally. that's the problem. Uh well, I guess they probably still are eating the rich, but yes. Um and while this has put vampires and uh mages a little bit at odds in terms of trying to steer the public, the Carthians really are far more laid back um, and trying to like, they're still vampires and that still means that they're leeches and problems uh, to human society. Um, There's enough. Huh? 
they gotta eat. Yeah. Uh, but fortunately there's enough infighting and argument and it's kind of like watching the free council work that they kind of eat themselves a little bit um, so they don't quite have as much regimented influence that the Invictus had. Uh, it means the Silver Ladder can spread out, they can work their stuff, they can work their Cryptopolis and all of a sudden everyone's kind of looking over at Sun and Winter and going you know you are kind of a bit of a dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, give so, him the Oracle watch on his last day right <laughs> um, so uh, Sun Winter does fortunately kind of get the hint and uh, basically announces that he is resigning uh, he's going to step down he's got I've got some mysteries I've got some some work that I'm, I'm doing um, and just the hierarchy job is just taking too much of my time so I'm going to pass the baton and uh, the next uh, big concilium meeting uh, Hadramiel is elected as Hierarch. Um, most of the council members stay. Um, the Abrimos replacing him is uh... shit. <laughs> Quick to conquer. Notes. <laughs> Abrimos tag. Uh, as far as I know, we're the only two Abrimos in the goddamn council. <laughs> is it Borsin Abrimos? Uh, Borsin is Mastigus. Ah. Um, Ah, yes, here we are. Uh, the one uh, joining is a one Deborah from Seattle. You did not meet Deborah, uh, but Deborah is uh, a judge. Mm-hmm. Cool. And uh, yeah, has left Seattle. There's there's some drama going on there, but more or less, um, Deborah is kind of unhappy with the stalemate. Uh, and there was a couple words and a little nudge here and there from an acanthus or two that basically sent Deborah over this way. Um, and while Deborah is higher in gnosis um, than you know the normal mage, um, she's not like Samson level of like I could probably be an arc mage if I wanted to, like Samson is. Deborah is more like you know Hadramiel and and many of the other counselors who are like I hit gnosis five and six. I'm pretty happy with where I'm at, and I have years of experience to pass on and help assist others. Um, so yes, Deborah takes over that spot, uh, which puts another free council member on the uh, on the council, um, and you know things find a new, you know, status quo. I'd find the word eventually. Um, <laughs> And things kind of settle in and, you know, everybody is able to continue on with their long-term projects. So because, what's, Harry, uh, well, go ahead. What's Atratus's view on, like, Nameless and Mages outside the various orders? Work with them? Yeah, so would that be an issue? Like, if we, like, we're not, at, Word's idea is to not limit ourselves to just the Diamond Orders or the Pentacle. I mean, I literally have the job of ambassador dealing with other people. Yeah. So oh, you mean to join your cabal? Totally, yeah, we'd be totally open to... Most nameless orders are nameless orders because they are avoiding getting well, involved with Tempest. Right, I don't necessarily mean nameless orders, but nameless mages, because there's nameless ages, mages that aren't part of an order. Oh, yeah, but yeah. generally speaking, same same situation. They're, if they, they join up with your cabal, either they haven't to joined pick. one yet, or they left for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, generally. Yeah, I'm just, I feel like if they would be willing saying, to come join our cabal, they're probably also going to join an order. Right. right. Just saying we keep our options open. I mean, because Weird lived as a nameless mage for, you know, for a while until she found that there was a whole society. Like, yeah. Because she didn't really know. But yeah, so but once you found a society, you picked an right. order. Yeah. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's the same with the ghost wolves. Like, right. they're just lost. They had no idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bring them in, teach them things. Yeah, exactly. Uh, which Free Council is very good about. Uh, and then, uh, yes, because Perry asked and because somebody was invariably going to ask, what about Zolius? Um, Zolius doesn't factor into the story for a while. Um, Zolius is just not around. Don't hear from him. Does anybody ever check up on him? No. Okay. Uh, I mean, yeah, last I heard he was being tortured by the Archmage who was living in my brain. Less tortured and so much as being re-educated. Uh, but yes, Zolius does eventually... Yes, this is torture, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Zolius does eventually uh, show up again. Um, uh, it's not a pleasant picture. Um, he, as is, you know, his pylon's job is attempting to infiltrate the concilium. Um, and when you meet him, he is a prelate of the eye um, and has drunk the Kool-Aid. Though, for those who are aware, um, you don't necessarily have to uh, willingly join to become a prelate. Um, So much as if somebody stamps the iron seal on your Oniros, hi, you're a prelate. Welcome to having really weird dreams and commands. And if I remember correctly, you can't get obsession beats until you've completed a mystery command beat um so yes uh it sounds like zolius's punishment was hi you just joined uh there's no getting out of it um he is found pretty Welcome quick- to middle management <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes um uh and uh yeah there's enough people who know about zolius and i mean you guys let everybody know hey he this is what he does um and he is he's imprisoned um and uh the ministry of the panopticons don't see in that big of a rush to get him out and the pentacle aren't in a big rush to trade him for anybody and um for mastigos who hates barriers and chains and locks and stuff like that. And he's not in a cell, um, but there's enough sworn oath spells and things of that nature that he might as well be. Uh, And yeah, he he provides uh, service to the Silver Ladder um, and makes portals places and uh, is otherwise, um, you know, just kind of stuck is there anything you can do to get the iron seal off yeah that might be a mystery that atratus wants to dig into but uh similar to making similar to making like oh yeah i think the evan phoenix would do Mm -hmm. rehabilitate sears yeah project Mm -hmm. but yeah especially this was done to you you didn't choose this yep we fix broken things and oh boy oh boy <laughs> yes. oh boy could be my masterpiece <laughs> <laughs> yep that i hadn't thought about that but yep yeah uh, yeah um uh, and that is uh yeah so that's definitely one of those like on the to-do list on the board with titus uh oh yes and if anybody's wondering yes they get married 
cute. Yes. Awesome. Um, eventually, that does mean somewhere there's little werewolf Titus children and wolf blooded. Not necessarily, because hmm? the werewolf kids aren't always werewolves, right? Uh, correct. They uh, they will usually end up being just normal humans, or actually, I don't know if they can be just normal humans. I think they're they are always wolf blooded and werewolves. I can't I mean, having parents that are werewolves is gonna kind of fuck you up. If I will say this. Thankfully, Werewolves of Forsaken does not delve into mating habits of werewolves nearly werewolf as much mating. as Werewolf oh, the Apocalypse. Werewolf the Apocalypse. <laughs> Skip the chapter, kids. Don't look into it. Um, it's not great. There, there, uh, like, nope. Uh, there's some good stuff. Not out even there. once. Yeah, there's good stuff out there for werewolf uh, for for the World of Darkness stuff. Just go ahead and skip past some of that kind of stuff because it is very dated um and also some of it is gross um so we're just gonna move right along uh but yes uh in the case of yes titus and alicia um the 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 hooking up becomes the uh living together becomes the well yeah i guess we should get married um kind of thing um and less less of pressure and more the like no we're gonna do this mostly because alicia wants a big wedding with a ton of werewolves there and she knows a uh, couple mages who can make sure that the venue is awesome looking. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're going to have the best wedding. Yeah. The best wedding. Uh, yeah. Um, so, yes. Um, uh, but that that definitely happens. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else we're missing. Uh, the Leaf Theater uh, definitely continues on. Uh, it is a fairly active if... Um, Subdued. I wanted to limit Christopher Wallace one arcane play a year. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the labyrinth uh, is puts out a lot of occult stuff, which gives you a lot of people who start poking around into Christopher's life, which he's like, I am not okay with this, uh, <laughs> which draws into like some alternate identities and, you know, pseudonyms, which just mean that the people who do catch with just dig into that. Yeah. And now fortunately he has, um, Oh my gosh brain just f- fell out um christopher wallace and steven, steven. Uh, steven. thank you um and fortunately steven being an acanthus is like no that's fine you guys are going to just chase your tails and you know uh which of course drives the labyrinth machine forward um mm-hmm. and so people are searching for um you know, basically this this fictitious the pseudonym that uh christopher starts to use and that ends up being the message the, boards huh the message boards going into this oh yeah um and yeah it just it it's this deep labyrinth which compared to some of the labyrinths that other guardians run which ends up being a little more cutthroat and stuff like that and there's probably a couple terrible people that do show up um actually i guess that is a question for for weird uh, sorry, I know you're looking to, about to look away there. Um, but um, you know, for for weird, when the terrible people show up, do you send them to other labyrinths, or how how do you handle those people? Because I know you've you've looked into the guardian stuff a little bit yourself, uh, and you know what happens to some of those people. Yeah. Um... Yeah, she would send them to other labyrinths. Just not, I mean, to, to be kind of blunt, not willing to get blood on Weird's hands? Not not necessarily. She doesn't feel that she's a good, um, that she's in a position to judge someone else. Mm-hmm. So she'll let somebody else do that. It's not a matter of 
like if somebody is is irredeemable on their face like that she has no problem bumping them off but uh the the testing and the determination of is this really irredeemable or is there something that can be salvaged here that could be of use to the guardians she'll leave that to somebody else gotcha so she basically runs the the first tier of labyrinth uh mm-hmm. and the, the low pe- level veils mm-hmm. yeah okay um uh, yeah that's pretty good um and uh thank you for the question in chat uh name i am having a hard time reading because that is dark on black but didn't weird have to kill someone to become a guardian in the first place yes mm-hmm. yep um but that you know it's it, it's very easy to be like this person is bad this person is problematic and we believe that souls are reincarnated so we're going to give them a second chance to ride the wheel and come out the other side um one of the reasons people don't like guardians is guardians would just be like death cult. Kill this guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, guardians Hell go, yeah. man, this guy's a problem. Let's just kill him. Give him another chance. It's yeah, not actually destroying them. And meanwhile, everybody else is going, ah, <laughs> yeah. Felt that. So, uh, yeah, not, not orders. Don't get along for a reason. Yeah. Like they don't all agree. So And we're never really bought into that that whole philosophy thing, but yeah. Yep. She's still under she's still sees that the Guardians serve an important purpose. Yep. So I feel like it's worse if you don't buy into the philosophy though. <laughs> like if you truly believe the wheel of reincarnation, this guy sucks. Kill him. We'll get a new go. Okay. You really believe that. If you don't and you still just fucking kill that guy because they <laughs> told you to <laughs> There's a back and forth. That's worse. There. Uh, and it's it's actually, I mean, like the Guardians. for and, and some of it is like believing in the wheel versus believing in the Hieromagus that is coming, uh, which, again, we have not delved heavily into mm-hmm. um, a lot of the Order stuff. Uh, but yeah. Uh, what about Drifter? So, what, what what about Drifter? You leave Drifter out of this. Drifter isn't involved. <laughs> so like Weird believes in the purpose of the Guardians, that, that power is dangerous and only the worthy should be wielding it and that kind of stuff. She's seen evidence of that so she supports that but she's not into the whole drinking the kool-aid doing the cult and the hero magus kind of stuff like that so she's she's with the the general purpose of the order without getting into all of the other stuff that goes along with it that's all uh, uh, and we're to be working as time goes on we'd be working with the guardians in those sort of capacities uh yeah uh as, as the questions are coming in about do about chris's next character a in case you've missed it this is the end of the rookery uh we will have a further q a um like amongst everybody else but like i said in the last episode we're giving y'all a chance to get caught up so we can have more people in here because i still have i i i had people this week who are like hi i just started i'm like just started. boy howdy <laughs> is that the time to start <laughs> yeah. uh, it's actually right. a great time because you can come yeah. watch new stuff the whole thing. and yeah. catch up on old stuff and have, have a good hangout yep uh but uh actually i think that is probably a good good spot unless anybody has a last little minute about the end of the characters or anything like that uh just I mean, longer term word was going to be definitely getting more into the anima mundi Oh, yeah. and exploring yeah. the astral stuff mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, y'all got any more of that songbird <laughs> <laughs> no songbird's gone man songbird is actually gone um the there there was no ascension um Ah oh, damn! Yeah, oh, uh, beans. So, so uh, to to yeah, like the first thing I would have done would be to look at the shield that now says Songbird. Like, does it got a mind? 
Is he in it? No. Uh, no. no? Song, Songbird is gone. Um, it um, utterly uh, unmade. Uh, th- this would be I, I mentioned to them off offline that um, th- there are a couple different endings, and one of them is if you do it too good. Um, and in short, Songbird put too much of themselves into it, um, and uh, there was not enough. Based off of my scoring thing that I came up with and a little uh, mechanic, it's on Conca. It'll be visible here in a bit. Uh, but total score, and of course, bear in mind, this is me adding stuff as we went. So, yeah. but a total score of 47. Anything above a 40 was um, you create an artifact and disillusion of the self. Uh, there's a range there where you made an artifact and ascended. There's an art uh, where you made an artifact and just died. Uh, but yes, um, it's a discussion that ends up going out throughout the uh, the concilium and people start to it's awkward because it's like, yay, Songbird made an artifact. Oh, sorry about your loss. But hey, at least at least they did this awesome thing. And then somebody kind of points out it's like, um, but for most of our writings about known ascensions, they leave behind the Soraya, uh, the, the the crystal skull, the, the the skeleton, the you know something, and that's there's there's a knot. Can't find one. Say it again. Can't find one. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, uh, Songbird. Um, I, I, I think Colossus is the one who said it. Go out uh, like a rock star, um, and just threw it all in. And yeah, uh, a little meta thing uh, if. Uh, if Songbird had ascended, a the Soraya would have been there, but the uh, the artifact's name would not have a uh, code word, command word, whatever it is, uh, would not mm-hmm. have changed, um, and that would have been left behind as the artifact, as Songbird ascended. Um, so, uh, not a bad thing so much as Songbird threw it all in, and the artifact does have a couple extra stuff. That's why the rotes were in there, um, but. Yes, <laughs> rip the goat. Rip the goat. <laughs> um, but that said, I mean, it will spread from concilium to concilium to convocation. Um, you know, that, you know, songbird of the Rookery Cabal made an artifact. And that is one of those will go down in history. And I mean, let's between songbird saying, hey, you got to brag about this and weird going, hey, have you heard about the awesome rookery? Let me tell you a tale. Um, <laughs> everybody going to know. Uh, and yes, the, the soul stones are still there. Um, yeah, they, they didn't go anywhere. They're still there. Uh, useful tools for the rookery uh, to use. Um, the, you know, Damonomicon are there. Yeah. So. Um, oh, yes. So, Hi. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Um, yay! Big round of applause. Uh, thank you guys very much uh, for tagging along, uh, both you guys at home and you guys here who have put up with me for 19 months, 17 months. I can't remember. Uh, it's been a bit, <laughs> um, especially with 2020 taking like three years. Um <laughs> But uh, yes, uh, if you are somehow just now joining us or anything like that, or you're just get, getting caught up on YouTube, whatever. Um, next week, we will still be playing. Same time, different station. 
twitch.tv slash occultist anonymous is where we will be doing all our stuff from now on next week specifically we will be um playing blades in the dark we will be starting with a little session zero to do some character creation um and then jumping into the the first uh first episode um uh we will also have our new uh crew member uh ralph uh who will be joining us uh we've been hanging out with ralph for a little while in discord privately uh, very very excited to get to play with him um and kind of iron out any little tech uh issues that we may have uh because hi have you seen the show um <laughs> actually, i mean to be fair have you seen any online show there's technical difficulties about so uh ralph will be joining us and we will be doing a new um Blades in the Dark. Somewhere in there, we will do a session zero for the uh, Mage Chronicle. We'll also probably squeeze in a Q&A somewhere in there. Uh, then after Chris's run and mini-series of Blades in the Dark, we will have Craig's mini-series of a redacted uh, campaign. <laughs> uh, Different game. Uh, do you guys know Ralph? I don't believe so. Ralph is in Discord, but is fairly quiet. Doesn't uh, doesn't chat uh, much with you all. Is uh, he quite chatty us. with us uh <laughs> which is very cool um but uh yeah I, i'm looking forward to playing with ralph uh, a lot of ralph's characters R- ralph's like oh yeah the past couple characters i made are this 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 and this and i went yeah that's gonna fit in with us just, <laughs> just fine um uh, so and uh yeah uh we will probably have um uh we we will have a nice little at part of the session zero especially because it may be the first experience folks have with us we'll probably do a little little uh, introduction and hello uh both ourselves and ralph uh just so everybody gets to know and we are doing a session zero where we're actually not just doing character creation but we're going to talk about lines and veils our our comfort levels of stuff and what stuff we want to cover and what stuff we don't want to have um yes <laughs> and yes uh perry is not ralph funny how that works um so yes um we'll have that and uh then we'll have the next chronicle which the only thing i will say so far is it will not be a modern setting that's my my only thing oh and and they are also uh going to be starting as brand new mages uh so like one and two dot of arcana one gnosis uh they're going to be brand spanking new um i'm not sure how they're going to know each other and how it happened that there's four four of them um so that's going to be something that we're going to cover in the mage session zero so yeah there's there's a couple different things that we've got planned um but yes if you're not already following twitch.tv slash occultist anonymous please do uh because that will make sure you get all the notifications if you're a youtube watcher i just make sure you're subbed uh new playlist yeah, there will be a new playlist. Um, so, uh, no, it is not Ancient Greece. Uh, well, I don't know. Ancient Greece would be kind of fun, but no. Um, they kind of have an idea of what they want to do, but I'm yelling at them that, no, we don't decide until section like, zero. No, we're not deciding that we're doing this. Well, I know we're not deciding this, <laughs> but this is what I was thinking. <laughs> I don't... I don't know why I put up with them. Uh, There's a lot of conversations <laughs> where if we do decide to do this, <laughs> this is what I would like to do. Maybe yeah, hypothetically, they're useless. I'm, I'm, I'm so looking dumb. for three new cabal. You just mates. thanked us uh, for putting up with you. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, thank, uh, thank us for putting up with you. Yeah. For uh, letting us play. Redacted. 
uh, old west suggestion, pirate mages, vampires. We are not. We may eventually do a little vampire miniseries, which is one of the other things. Is um, uh, we may start seeing little side series or little little miniseries and stuff like that. Um, so keep your eye out for more stuff on Twitch, more stuff on YouTube. One of the big reasons, and we are very very thankful for Onyx Path. Um, uh sponsoring us supporting us putting us on the channel when they first launched we we were there the very first week anchoring this friday at well for me six uh, 6 p.m slot and we have been here the entire time uh and we are finally going to take a break well i'm taking a break <laughs> oh it's gonna be glorious uh, thursday my normal prep night is gonna roll around and i'm gonna go I don't have to do shit. That's gonna be gotta do. And it's gonna be great to play like alongside you now. Oh yeah, yes, it's blades, so I don't have to do shit. Yes, yeah, <laughs> uh, I have to do things. Yes, Prep is important. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, Twitch chat, thank you very much for joining us. It it has been absolutely awesome. Uh, I also see a bunch of folks who have uh, followed the Onyx Path because now I have a cool new little thing uh, that I'm not going to be able to use for the next like eight weeks uh, for the Onyx Path channel. But um, yeah, uh, we'll be using it on our channel. But yeah, um, they have been absolutely terrific uh, supporters of us. They've you know supported us on on Twitter. They've, they've shared our stuff. Um, but yeah, we're going to take a, a move over to uh, our own channel, mostly just because we want to run stuff that is not necessarily Onyx Path. Um, i.e. you know next week we're playing blades in the dark which is not by onyx path uh so it's going to give us a little more freedom to kind of do our own thing uh we also won't necessarily have to work around uh the onyx pass uh channel they have a lot of other folks who do this um and so we're just kind of following the lead of other folks who do similar uh actually uh in 30 minutes vorpal tales will be playing uh i think hunter Okay. Uh, Or maybe it's a silent game. I can't remember. They do a bunch. Uh, Drifter is probably not returning in Blades in the Dark. Um, Though I guess I do. This is my new and original character, Drifter (laughs) 2. Drifter Jr. Um, But uh, yeah, um, we we already have some idea of what Chris has got planned. Um, We've kind of picked out. Yeah, remember how I said don't pick out stuff until session zero? I think we already have everybody's classes picked. Okay. Oh, I haven't actually. Okay. Anything. The only thing I we decided, have... and actually, I was so happy. I will. I will talk about this on screen. I was so happy that they all agreed on the type of crew that they want to run. Yeah. In like. 30 seconds <laughs> whereas the last blades of the dark game i put together everyone wanted to play a different kind of crew and i had to literally do a ranked ranked choice voting <laughs> website and run it for everyone wow to figure out to what we were out playing how terrible noctal is noctal i uh, no, no hang on he gets to keep this uh, so for anybody who's this is this is drifter's older brother tokyo like you get two thumbs up. Thank you for that one. I love the fast. Don't encourage. Don't encourage. Uh, I mean, I'll encourage this. I mean, at, at this point, like we can't get rid of Noctal. Like he's just, he's just, yeah. Um. So, uh, that said, um, no. Sorry, his inflection was wrong. We can't get rid of Noctal. Please help. <laughs> um. Uh. That said, um. Yeah, it's kind of wrapping up. Uh. We'll be here next week. Don't worry, just be a different channel. Uh, come join us on Discord, uh, yeetinto.space, which probably is not going to change, so we're just going to keep that 
because it's great. Um, and uh, I mean, I did it. Yeah, it's true. Um, join, uh, you know, join us there. Uh, hang out. We will have more notes. We will have more stuff. Uh, this will continue to be mage focused for the future. Um, but we may over time branch out, uh, especially if uh, as support comes in from patreon.com slash occultism anonymous or say lucky.club um you know the ability to um uh basically point money at other stuff um if anybody if any uh patron is very curious how money is split up amongst us you are welcome to message me on patreon if you have like concerns you want to know how that's working you're welcome i'm not making that stuff public but like everybody agrees where everybody's happy with uh with stuff and uh but as that money increases the you know possibility of being like hey we can do this thing or that thing and we can pay somebody to do uh you know whatever uh for instance we get brenna and uh she does art for us all the time um we're at the tier where I can hire my own wife to edit videos. Um, thank God the Christmas rush is gone because I have been doing the editing recently and I remember how time consuming it is. Um, so uh, that kind of stuff, that's where your Patreon funds go to. Uh, it goes to my arm. <laughs> and now you've just muted yourself. You muted yourself. You your microphone. <laughs> Excellent job, dude. That's great. <laughs> well done. But yeah, the mic cable. Also, your Patreon funds. No, that came out of my pocket. It's no big deal. Uh, it's $5 cable. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's what your guys' stuff goes towards. Uh, and my R, correct. Thank you. I had the wrong mm-hmm. inflection. I was, I'm sorry, Perry. Um, yeah, so um, I, I'm realizing I'm kind of stalling, but um, this is goodbye. Until next week. <laughs> Stay lucky.